So it's riots that are taking place. In Minneapolis, in a place called Brooklyn Center. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. John Justice joins us right now. It is the Justice and Drew show, morning show, there on News Talk AM 1130. He is of the area there in Minneapolis, been following things over the past year as what's been going on. And John, uh, first things first, it was a second night of riots as we see uh, the reporting. Um, first, give me an idea of what we've seen over the last two nights compared to those first couple nights after the death of George Floyd. Well, it certainly isn't nearly as bad as what we saw over those three nights when our uh, our failed governor and city leadership let the city burn. Um, I'll be honest, though, Tony, uh, having not been able to go down to that area personally, it is really hard to get a gauge over how bad it is because, uh, you know, unfortunately, the media doesn't report on this stuff accurately. You know, we had callers this morning. The media calls it light looting. We had callers this morning that went through there and were like, that wasn't light looting. There were buildings that were gutted. You know, I, this description of light looting, I guess, comparatively speaking to what we did or to what happened last summer, it might be light looting. But it's, you know, it's difficult to have an informed, you know, society when you don't have a media that's doing their job and reporting facts. It's just facts that need to be reported and they won't even go so far as to do that. So it's been incredibly frustrating. So as you are, are taking a look at this, and, and we, we know the basics of the story, uh, Duante Wright uh, gets pulled over. It was an expired tag. There's a warrant out uh, on a gun charge. He resists arrest. The officer in question, a female officer, pulls her firearm instead of a taser, ends up shooting him. So it was two levels of mistakes that led uh, to this man's uh, death. You then get riots and people who want to make this immediately uh, racial. Those are the people we'd consider the usual suspects. What are you hearing from in and around town about how people are viewing this? Exactly how bad is this for uh, Brooklyn Center Police? And is there a case to be made or that people are telling you that this man's family, they've got a real case here? Well, it's interesting because, you know, we went under curfew here in Minnesota last night, and I live 20 miles north of the city, and even the county that I live in went under, went, went under curfew. Um, I applaud for once, because I do not support the vast majority of what Governor Tim Walls does, but I applaud the, the fact that they were proactive. Um, it did not get as bad as many of us had expected it was going to get last night in the wake of the details of this shooting. That leads me to believe that rational people understand that this is separate from what we are also experiencing with the Derek Chauvin trial. Um, we did have a circumstance, though, that the city manager who was in charge of hiring and firing of law enforcement he got fired by the mayor of Brooklyn Center by simply saying he wanted to see due process for the 26-year-old female veteran who, um, you know, apparently mistook her revolver for the taser. 
Um, my, my, my thoughts are that people are looking at this rationally, um, that this was an accident for as tragic as it was. But as you mentioned, Tony, there are those individuals that see justice as going and destroying things and not things playing out in court and due process playing out. Yeah, we, we watch this constantly and, and continually. But of course, there is, as with everything they try to make racial, has anybody discussed anything in this case that makes them think this was racially motivated? As, as we see it from the outsider looking in, it's a man resisting arrest and it's an officer making what I will describe as a horrific mistake that I'm not so sure an officer's allowed to make. I think her career is over. And I think to an extent, rightfully so but is there anybody out there making the guys this this isn't racial just like we saw in atlanta from law enforcement that people ignored no uh, tony thankfully once and i think it was a good move it was the right move to release the body camera footage when they did um you, you know it may have been too late for that first night but obviously things have to be put in order um but no thankfully it appears that once the body camera footage was released, people saw it with their own eyes, saw that this was an expired tag stop, and the discovery that this was the individual who had a warrant for their arrest. I have not heard personally anybody calling into the show or outside of the show adding a racial component to this. And again, I think that was demonstrated in the fact that things did not get as bad as many of us thought they they might have in terms of unrest last night. So as as you're seeing it, you're there, you're witnessing it. Are th- have, have we seen the um, have we seen the bulk of of the violence, or are we in for a very very long week? Um, my expectation is we've seen the bulk of the violence as it relates to to Dante Wright. Um. That being said, we have the defense starting to present their case in the Derek Chauvin trial. And what was able, the, the, the operation that we have in place that was able to quell the expected unrest because of Dante Wright, that was in place because of Derek Chauvin. So we already had a mechanism of law enforcement and National Guardsmen in, in ready standing by, thankfully. So I don't have any anticipation of further unrest. Uh, because of uh, of Dante Wright. But that being said, once the jury gets handed this case and the judge says that'll probably happen on Monday, um, now you've got a whole other, whole new ballgame. Because that's why we have all of this, all of this uh, law enforcement and National Guard in place already. It's because of that expectation, depending on what the outcome of that trial is. Now, on, on uh, that trial, talking to John Justice of the Justice and Drew Show, AM 1130, uh, they're in the Twin Cities, uh, TC News Talk, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. Um, as I have gone over it and looked at it, it should be an easier case for the prosecution than I think it's playing out to be. Uh, I think that, you know, sometimes there's this almost sense of, well, of course we're going to win this thing. We've got the video. It's done. But proving things in a court of law is a different, different animal. Is there a take on how things are going for the prosecution and for what charge they really think they might be able to get Derek Chauvin on in the death of George Floyd? Um. You know, I, I, I don't know at this point. I think early on, if you had asked me, I would say that the prosecution had a pretty solid case. But now that they've rested and based off of the amount of 
cumulative evidence they presented by bringing on many different witnesses arguing the same point over and over again, that that signals to me um, and from what I'm hearing from a lot of experts that the prosecution does not feel very confident that they're going to be able to you know, get him on the second or third degree murder charges. And remember, the defense only has to get one individual to see, uh, you know, reasonable doubt. And that toxicology report and the amount of, of, of uh, deadly fentanyl in his system um, certainly is very compelling evidence to say that, you know, he may have been in danger despite what Derek Chauvin did in those in those nine minutes. We'll certainly know more in the next two days because the defense is only probably going to spend two or three days presenting their case as opposed to the 11 days the prosecution spent. We'll know, I think, by the end of the week um, a better idea on this. John, I know you're up against it. You got a lot going on, a lot of people reaching out. We're going to hit up with you hopefully later this week uh, as some things update themselves. Uh, you can find John Justice, by the way, uh, on the Twitter box at John Justice, J O N J U S T I C E, at John Justice on uh, Twitter. Uh, John, always a pleasure, man. Stay safe, be good. We'll talk to you uh, again real soon. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz.